Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that has all the services that you're going to need as a small to medium-sized business, but they deliver those services in a personal way, where they have bankers that actually answer their phones, um, if that's what you're looking for, and I can't imagine that you're not in this kind of mega bank environment that we're in, um, give Renaissance Bank a try. I have found that they've got that magic combination, and they've got a whole team of people that are uh, really and truly customer oriented. That's my own personal experience. So go to renaissancebank.com, find one of their local offices and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Bill Holbrook. Bill is the president of Trinity Life at Home. Bill, welcome. Good morning. Great to be here, John. Yeah, great to have you here. Let's talk about Trinity Life at Home and how you're serving folks out there. Absolutely. Trinity Life at Home is a private duty home care and private duty skilled nursing uh, agency. We serve 15 counties in metropolitan Atlanta. We assist people with their activities of daily living, and uh, we can assist with other private duty skilled needs as well. Uh, the, the intent here is to help people age in place in their home. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, are affiliated with assisted living communities. And the reason we started private duty home care is we often found many of the people we talked to about the potential of moving into assisted living simply don't want to move into assisted living. They mm-hmm. want to age in place in their own home, and we can help them do that. So I, I introduced you as the president, but you're the, you're the owner of the business. Yes. Right. So just to be clear on that, this is, this is, you're not the, the, the leader of the outpost of some corporation headquartered in California or something not like that. Right. That's correct. Uh, we're yeah. actually a family owned business. Okay. So we're all local to the metropolitan Atlanta area. Well, t- talk about, um, why you started this business, why you're so passionate about this business. Sure. You know, it's uh, interesting, you know, oftentimes we get called to do things we never think that we would want to do, and mm-hmm. that was certainly my my situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I had a calling. I felt like God wanted to lead me in this direction mm-hmm. uh, from previous personal experiences. And mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> when I was in my very early 40s, I took a job transfer to Philadelphia, and two months after I moved there, my first wife became very ill. And oh, wow. Here we were, new uh, to a community. We had no friends. We had no family there. We had no church community. And my wife had uh, her first heart attack mm. at, at a very early age. And through that process of four years, she had two more heart attacks, uh, triple bypass surgery, and then unfortunately cancer. And she, she succumbed to that disease after mm. four years. I'm sorry. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, certainly a, a very life learning experience, if you will. But it right. taught me a lot about healthcare and what that is all about outside of the hospital environment and the Medicare and private insurance environment. So here I was navigating, uh, you know, a life situation of 
providing care, uh, navigating with home health and hospice, dealing with insurance companies, oncologists, uh, cardiologists, you name it. And, uh, you know, obviously quite a stressful experience. I'm still trying to work full time. I had a, you know, my son was 10 at the time. So, uh, you know, we were all going through this together as a family and it was, uh, something that taught me a lot about healthcare. Mm. Fast forward a few years after my wife uh, passed away, I remarried and uh, my wife and I've been married 20 years now. And 17 years ago, we were blessed to have a, a young girl, and she is profoundly disabled, mm. special needs, mm-hmm. uh, non-ambulatory and non-verbal. So for the, this wow. period of time, we've been providing care for my daughter as well. And uh, it's taught me a lot, again, about not just you know the healthcare system in general, but also what it's truly like to give of yourself and care for someone else. Mm-hmm. And this is the type of customer base that we have. This mm-hmm. is what all of uh, the folks that we work with are going through the similar experiences of mm-hmm. what do I do for mom and dad or uh, mom wants to stay in their home, dad wants to stay in the home. How are we going to accomplish that? And our goal is not just to provide the care, but help folks navigate through this uh, incredibly challenging healthcare system that we have. Yeah. So, so the way I got into this business, and I gave you a long uh, history, if you will, of what, what I've t- gone through, but um, my twin brother, Al, is in the assisted living business, and we have communities here in Atlanta. And 15 years ago, he asked me to move back to Atlanta, which we did, and he wanted me to help out with the communities, but his number one goal was for us to start a private duty home care business. So given the experience I had as a caregiver, this was kind of a natural entree, if you will, for me to start this organization and mm-hmm. uh, provide the what I believe is uh, so important, and that is an exceptional level of care to uh, folks that we don't know, but mm-hmm. we get to know very well right. for a period of time. Yeah. Wow. What a story. Um, you have a, a profound appreciation for the resilience of care uh, caretakers, right? Yes. Uh, that caregivers that care for uh, their loved ones, whether they're uh, young or old, whatever their circumstances are. Um, just talk about that, and talk about the 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 the, the need for uh, I guess care for the caregiver because that's sure. in a way you're in that business, right? Absolutely, yeah. And it's, uh, thank you for bringing that up because one of the challenges in, uh, that we see in this industry is oftentimes a husband or wife, spouse, if you will, is the primary caregiver for their loved one. And too many times we see that primary caregiver succumb to an illness or disease and they end up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So now we have families really scrambling because not only is the with care, the person who needs the care still needs care, but now their support also needs the care as well. So, you know, our goal is to help families realize to be proactive in this approach and don't let it get to the point where you end up having to care for both of them at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. We see it all too, all too often. And uh, it's so important that that caregiver gets a break too. I'm the same way. My wife is the same way. Mm-hmm. We have to take a break from caregiving. Yeah. And for me, this is a 
I, I look at it as a 24-7 business. That, that Our business is 24-7, but I, when I close the office door, uh, when I leave for work, I go right to caregiving again until my daughter goes to bed. So. Mm. Well, and you're, you're, because your business is 24-7, you never know when the phone's going to ring, right? You never know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that, that leads into a, a, a inappropriate question, which is just talk about some of the, the particular challenges that you have in your business sure. that, that maybe folks from the outside aren't aware of. I think uh, I, because of the economy we've been through over the last four years with COVID and inflation and so forth, um, you know, the biggest tra- challenge is definitely care staff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this could be seeing uh, certified nursing assistants, uh, licensed practical nurses, and registered nurses. You mean just lack of the talent or uh, uh, adequate talent? Correct. Yeah. And and what what I mean that by that is a lot of care staff suffered burnout during COVID mm-hmm. and coupled that with the fact that there were a number of uh, agencies that are in the travel business of supporting clients throughout the country. So many people in this field were taking travel positions and traveling as, elsewhere and getting uh, paid quite well to be a travel, uh, travel nurse or a travel caregiver. So we had a couple of different factors that were really challenging during this period of time. And one of the things that I looked at when I started in this industry, um, I, you know, I have a business background, so I understand a lot of things about profit and loss statements, how important it is to have excellent customer service. And that's really what drove me as I started this business. It's, yes, you got to provide great care, no doubt about it. But what I was really looking for in this industry and, and what really drove me was um, as I did research about opening the company, the biggest challenge I saw was the reputation of the industry and the industry reputation was it has terrible customer service. And really? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, as we started to hire people, I told my staff, I said, we must hire people that really love to do what they do. They have mm. to be servant-hearted. They have to really care about taking care of someone. If they're here for the paycheck, it's the wrong person. We don't want to hire that person. Mm. So that's been our what's driven us for the last 15 years is to make sure we hire the right people to support the people that we're caring for. Yeah, wow. And um, if you've got any secrets on the <laughs> acquiring talent, you've got the same. I mean, it, everybody's uh, uh, acuity of this problem may be different, yep. but but everybody's got this problem, right? Getting Correct. talent. Um, but it, it makes sense that it's particularly true in your industry because of the particular needs of caregivers in the, in the uh, pandemic mm-hmm. and that what was involved there. And uh, and now coming out of that, right? That is correct. They've got choices. They do. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. We've all done uh, research and, and read about how what drives a person to work for a company. And, and, you know, as an employee, you always think money is what's going to drive you, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality is money is important. However, the the people that you hire, what keeps them with you is the way you treat them as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, uh, 
you want to make sure you're treating them the way you want to be treated. Yeah. If you don't, they're going to go to another company. And it may not even be in your industry, but they're not going they they want to know they're respected. They want to know that they're appreciated and we really focus on that as well. Yeah, even though they're servant-hearted, even at their best, right? They're not going to put up with getting mistreated. Right? That is correct. Right. Yeah. So so um you you've got You've got a uh, special, and and in your business, I would imagine, really, you're only as good as those people on the front line, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the the totality of your business is tied up in how they're uh, perceived. So, how do you, um, how do you, uh, give your employees the intangibles that that go beyond pay? Yeah. That uh. uh keep that servant heart kindled and keep them uh, engaged in their work? Well, it's a great question. Um, One of the things we do when we have orientation for our our new employees, I actually have a video that I show uh, our employees that talks about our mission and what we want to accomplish as a company. And in that same video, I have me at home taking care of my daughter. Oh, wow. And that has a, a tremendous impact on our staff because they say, hey, this guy does what we do every day. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that really uh, resonates well with these people. Uh, I also do my best to try and meet every employee that we have. We have a staff of about 150 employees right now. Even if it's just picking up the phone and saying, hey, just appreciate what you did for us with this particular client or thank you for what you do. It, it, it goes a long way in yeah. building that uh, reputation, if you will, with the employees to say, I, re- I really like to work for this company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Folks, we're chatting with Bill Holbrook. Bill is the owner president of Trinity Life at Home. So let's talk about the specifics of home care. And how it works. So um, I'm a, um, I've got grandma, I've got mom, dad, you know, an adult child that I need some help with. What, 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 how does the process work? How does it start? Generally, the way it would begin is the person that needs um, help with their loved one will reach out to our office and speak with potentially myself or one of our care managers about what, what the particular situation is and we'll do an intake if you will to talk about what the expectations are for as far as levels of care are concerned once we've uh, uh, taken in that intake we put it into a uh, scheduling system if you will it's a, uh, a system that we have that provides our scheduling and uh, payroll and billing for our uh, clients and once we get that in the system, then we'll reach out to one of our nurses who will go out and assess the person we're going to care for and also in conjunction with the family develop a care plan that we'll follow when we go in to provide care for that particular person. Mm-hmm. Um, as part of that care plan, we'll also determine how many days a week the care is needed, how many hours a day, and then we'll schedule that system accordingly. The goal is to try to minimize the number of people that we have in the person's home. We really want to make sure we're working on building a good relationship with not only the person we're caring for, but also the family as well. Mm. Uh, it's very important. Because, you know, it, as, as a caregiver, 
and I, I have to step back sometimes as well. You you will get a good caregiver, but they're not going to do it the way you want it to be done every yeah, time. And right. so you have to recognize that too. This is um, the person that's caring for your loved one is learning as well. And ultimately, what you have to look at is the caregiver and the person they care for are they building build, uh, building a positive relationship with each other? That's the key. Yeah, that's that's more important than the the details of how something gets done, right? Correct. Yes, because you can you can get past details and and mistakes here and there if there's a relationship. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the 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 how do you select the the caregiver that you send to a to a uh, someone's home? with that particular situation? It's a great question. Uh, sometimes we don't have time to select the person. Mm. Um, there are times we might get a call at 5 o'clock on a Friday afternoon mm-hmm. that a client is discharging from the hospital and we need some. they need somebody at the house at 7 p.m. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is a very reactive business sometimes. Right. Uh, but ultimately, as we work with that client, we want to get the right fit in there. And if we feel like and the family feels like that's not an initial good fit, we'll work to find the right caregiver until we get that right uh, ingredients uh, or right chemistry, if you will. Yeah, that makes sense. So you've got specialized areas of care yes, uh, that, that go beyond just some of the basics that I think a lot of people are familiar with. Talk about those specialized areas. Sure. Uh, you know, certainly one of those areas is uh, the incredible growth we're seeing, unfortunately, in dementia and Alzheimer's and uh, even Parkinson's. Mm. Um, it's you, you need to have folks that understand the mechanics of those diseases. Uh, and I'll give you a good example. When you're a child and your mom or dad came in and said, I need you to get a shower – you begrudgingly got your shower, but you got the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, if you try to do that with somebody who's 85 years old and you, and they have dementia and you say, you need to get a shower, they're going to probably fight against you. Mm. So you have to find a way to redirect people uh, with those particular diseases and help them understand that, you know, we need to get that shower. It could be you come in and say, John, listen, it's, Two o'clock at eight o'clock tonight after dinner, we're going to get a shower. Does that work for you? And you're looking for that buy-in. If they say yes, I want to get a shower at eight o'clock, great. You you know that's most likely going to happen, right? But if they say no, I'm not getting a shower till tomorrow at ten a.m. Then that's what you do. You get the shower at ten a.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. So it's not about fighting with the person that you're caring for. It's about redirecting them and helping mm-hmm. them understand. Okay, when are we going to get your shower? Right. Right, um, and we, I, sometimes helping 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 them think it's their idea, right? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely works with our kids, right? Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. The, the uh, other part that we did too, when I got in um, into the home care business, I quickly realized we had a big disconnect uh, as it relates to nursing care. Mm. Uh, um, most companies in this industry don't have a nursing license. It is available, but most of them don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm sure a lot of this is just in my experience because I've, I'm an untrained, unskilled 
caregiver, but I've done skilled care for my loved ones yeah. and because I had to. That's, sure. the, that's the model that's been created by our healthcare system. Right. What happens is hospitals will discharge people from the, uh, their care into back into their home, and they might have a particular care as it relates to uh, an ostomy bag or um, a peg tube or something of that nature. And uh, picture an 85-year-old person or a 90-year-old person trying to change an ostomy bag or self-feed or self-medicate through a peg tube. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. Right. So it's either going to fall on a loved one or they can hire Trinity and we can provide that skilled need for the client. Mm -hmm. Got it. Um, Let's talk about, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, you know, what's, what are the costs and where does insurance come into play? Great question. Um, As far as the cost is concerned for uh, a caregiver, and this is pretty standard in the industry, but it, depending on the levels of care and the number of hours a person needs, we could be looking at anywhere from $30 to $35 an hour for mm-hmm. a caregiver. For nurses, obviously, that cost is, is uh, more. Um, it depends on the type of skilled need and how many hours are needed, but uh, we will we will custom a pricing package for that client if they need our skilled nursing services. Mm-hmm. As far as insurance is concerned, the way um, our insurance programs work today, specifically Medicare is what, what we're referring to here. Unfortunately, Medicare does not cover these kinds of services. Mm. Uh, the only insurance that does cover it are long-term care policies. Um, we do have a number of clients that have that policy. And um, if there are people saying, boy, I wish I had one. And some, somebody in their 50s, I would recommend you start looking at that because the policies that were written for uh, to, well, 20 to 30 years ago were much richer to then than they are today. Right. So. Right. Um, and the quality of that um, insurance company is really important, right? Um, because this is kind of not necessarily in your expertise area, but you got to have an insurance company that's going to be around to pay. (laughs) It's very important. Yes. And and you know, it's interesting because uh, the reason these policies have changed so much over the last 30 years is that the, the underwriters and the folks actually doing the actuary tables weren't had a very challenging time predicting Mm -hmm. life expectancy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Clearly, we're seeing people live into their 80s, 90s, and even 100. Right. Um, and consequently, it really drags the length of that policy on. And I'm seeing policies, uh, the older policies that pay up to a $700,000 lifetime maximum. So, oh, wow. Insurance companies were making you would never use that much. Yeah, right. People, people are using it. Yeah, yeah. Lots to think about there. Bill Holbrook is with us, folks, owner and president of trinity life at home so what 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 trade area do you serve bill Uh, where i mean folks that are listening to this um episode are all over the place not just here in north fulton so let's talk about like the 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 trade area that you service absolutely uh it was one of the things i enjoyed about being a a uh private home care provider and also being privately held, Mm -hmm. uh, we're not 
restricted to geographic areas as most franchisees are. So uh, I'm licensed in 15 counties in metropolitan Atlanta, so I can serve as far away as Paulding County, of course, Cobb, Fulton, DeKalb, uh, Forsyth, uh, Gwinnett, and you know, a host of other counties that, mm-hmm. that we can serve. So pretty much the metropolitan Atlanta we can cover. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Terrific. Terrific. Um, so you, um, I happen to know because I was on that committee at the chamber, uh, <laughs> small business uh, awards committee. You were a small business of excellence uh, last year, award, uh, given that award for your um, success as a company. You've had significant growth over, over the, these last few years. Um, let's talk about that. I'm going to let you give a chance to brag about that uh, and why you think that uh, you've been able to, to uh, notch those achievements. Sure. Uh, well, uh, first, you know, I think the most important thing is surrounding yourself with excellent staff. Um, I have a tremendous staffing team that helps support our, the client's needs. Um, I have two for, two people that actually are business development for me, uh, helping to network and meet uh, referral sources throughout the metropolitan Atlanta area. And you mm-hmm. know Paula Fine very well. Yeah, obviously. let's shout out to Paula. <laughs> yep. Our sax playing uh, friend. Absolutely. <laughs> um and, the, and again, just hiring the right people, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, especially the care staff that, you know, are the greatest referral we get is word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can be out there and knocking on doors all day long asking for business, but you have to put your money where your mouth is. And, and you know, the other thing I tell my clients, too, is we're going to have a hiccup. It's this is a person working with a person. Mm-hmm. There's going to be something that happens. Absolutely. But they know they can call us and mm-hmm. we're going to uh, understand and listen to what that concern is and do everything we can to rectify that concern. So those are the things as a business that I think help us grow. Uh, and it's, you really have to remember, you know, these folks are paying us a lot of money to provide care for their mom and dad and their ultimate goal is to keep mom and dad in their home. Mm-hmm. They're going to make sure they get the right people in there to help them do that, and that's what our goal is. Yeah, that's that's uh, wow! What terrific work. Let's as we kind of head toward the the exits here, uh, Bill. I would love it if uh, first of all, let's just talk about a, a success story. We're not going to mention names, of course, but a success story that uh, helps illustrate the great work you do and the outcomes you help deliver. Well, I have one. Short story and then one lo- a little bit longer story, but um, the greatest compliment I've ever had is when someone passes and their loved ones come to us and they say, thank you so much. You had the best people that cared for mom or dad, and it really helped them make that transition mm. easier. Mm-hmm. Um, we never like to lose a loved one, but if we can help provide that comfort and that care, it goes a long way in uh, family being at peace yeah um it helps in the grieving process i mean let's just say that right absolutely yeah that's a big deal absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, go ahead i'm sorry no um another case we've had uh, i've had a client now for roughly eight years Mm -hmm. um and this gentleman we originally started caring for him because he had the early onset dementia short-term memory issues and 
for six or seven years, we provided care for uh, him in his home. And uh, his wife was greatly appreciative of the folks that we did bring into the home. But they finally got to the point where um, it was time for him to make that transition into assisted living. Mm-hmm. Um, she's aging as well, and she had had a fall, and it was uh, she needed to have greater support on a 24-hour basis. So he, uh, this particular gentleman transitioned into one of our assisted living communities, into the memory care environment, and he's thriving. He's mm-hmm. doing quite well. He's been there a little over a year and uh, uh, has made great friends and uh, really enjoying his environment. I hadn't really thought about that as a, as a, a, a great outcome of what you offer, but you, you can help make that transition easier, right? Bad care can make, make that transition really tough, right? But, yes. but excellent care that like you provide can. Absolutely. The other thing we emphasize too, is when that person transitions into an assisted living community, we often recommend that they have a caregiver or caregivers follow their, mm-hmm. that, that loved one for a few days or a week, or sometimes they just choose to keep them for a longer period of time to help them make that transition and know they've got a friend in the community with them. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, great advice there. So uh, let's talk about the, the client fits that are best for you. I think with some of those are obvious, but uh, let's, let's, uh, explain what you think are the best fits for your business. Sure. And this is where me and my clinical operations director sometimes have uh, uh, great debates, if you will, because <laughs> um, because I recognize the needs of so many people, mm-hmm. uh, personally and professionally, I, I almost try to take every client that comes my way. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's not the best decision. Yeah. Um, so my clinical, clinical operations director often keeps me in line about that. But good clients for us are, you know, certainly people that, uh, one, need assistance with their activities, daily living, and two, they want to stay in their own home. The people that stay in their home have care. The people that don't stay in their home are the ones that have an accident in the home because they didn't have the care. Mm. So it's important that uh, families recognize that early on because mm-hmm. if, once they get to the hospital and if they have to go to rehab, you're talking about a longer transition. You, I, I, we've seen folks that have gone to the hospital for a week or two weeks, three weeks, and they could spend up to 100 days in a rehab facility. Mm. When you're out of your own home for that period of time, that's a long time of recovery. So it's important that you take those steps early. And the other thing uh, that I recommend uh, recommend to families too, if if you don't have health care directives and power of attorney for your loved one, get that now. Don't wait until it becomes so critical you have to go through a guardianship process. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty onerous. Um, great words and great advice here from Bill Holbrook. Bill is the, again, the president owner of Trinity Life at Home here in Alpharetta, uh, serving all Metro Atlanta. Uh, let's make sure we get that out there. Um, Bill, this has been great. I, and congratulations on the great work you do. It's so needed and, and um, obviously uh, uh, well-respected given the response people have to, to doing business with you and your uh, caregivers. Let's 
get to the most important question though, which is for folks that have heard this interview and would like to be in touch and learn more about your services, how can they do that? Absolutely. Well, they certainly can call us. Our main number is 6787-310831. They can also uh, go to our website, trinitylifeathome.com and contact us through there and we will respond accordingly. Terrific. Bill Holbrook with Trinity Life at Home. Bill, thanks again. Thank you, John. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. If your back office needs some caregiving, (laughs) uh, pardon the pun, but uh, hey, there's a lot of small business back offices that need help with administrative tasks, or maybe your bookkeeping consists of a shoebox with receipts falling out of it. You know you need to do better than that. There's a whole team at Office Angels that can help take those issues, problems, uh, irritations off your plate so that you can focus on what drives your business, which is your employees and your customers. Office Angels has a whole team of angels that fly in, can get that work done for you, and they fly out. And they do it on an ongoing or as-needed basis. They do terrific work, and I know this myself because I use their services. I couldn't run my business without them. You can go to officeangels.us to learn more, for sure. But my suggestion is go just call 678-528-0500. Tell them I sent you and let them know what your issue is, and they'll work with you to make things better for you and your business and help you restore the joy in your business. And folks, just another quick reminder and a thank you. Uh, I've got a book coming out later this year. It's called The Price and Value Journey, Raising Your Confidence, Your Value, and Your Pricing Using the Generosity Mindset Method. Uh, If you're a solo or small firm professional services provider, you are particularly uh, one group that you'll get a lot out of this book. So uh, go to pricevaluejourney.com if you want to sign up to receive updates or learn more. And I want to thank you, our listener, because you have supported us over these seven and a half years, and we are uh, so grateful for that support. You've you've keep us going and uh, help us celebrate the great work of business leaders like Bill uh, in in every way. One of those ways is sharing the show. Uh, you share the show. You support us on social media. Forward. Uh, Uh, shows to people that you think could use the services of people that are uh, uh, on the show. And we would ask you to continue that work as we lean in to continue to be the voice of business in the North Fulton region. So for my guest, Bill Holbrook, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.